thank you all for gathering here today. It is with great sadness that we say goodbye to Jerome Barbatsis, who tragically misremembered the order of Red Before Yellow, You're a Dead Fellow, Red Before Black, You're Okay, Jack. Or was it Red Before Black, You're Endangered, Jack? Anyway, he tripped over a gun on the sidewalk and got hit by a freight train. He was a great person and an all right podcast host. And most of all, he... Oh, no, the, the list ends there. Anyway, Jerome will be missed terribly. At this time, we would invite his family to speak. Thank you. Hi. Uh, yes, yes, hi. Uh, whew, this is awkward. Thank you, Alex, for running my funeral for some reason. Uh, not sure where the all right podcast host came from, but whatever. There's been a... Um, look, I see I see the, the, the looks on your faces. There's been a great misunderstanding here, uh, actually. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. I'll explain. I died, but I'm not dead. No, no. That explains nothing. What are you doing here? Okay, it's like reincarnation, but sort of not. I just... I kind of... I kind of took this other person and made them into me there are there's there are prophesied to be generations of jerome barbatsis 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 barbatsi i don't even know it's my name i've never i've never really pluraled it anyway to bring the joy of storm buds to the masses for centuries so dying permanently isn't really my bag wait but who who, who did you t- take um yeah, n- nobody of consequence, really. Uh, they probably weren't Kenny G. You, but you, you possessed Kenny G. You have to give him back. Again, probably not. I just wanted to say, first of all, thank you all for coming and grieving. That means a lot to me. Second of all, who the fuck left that gun on the sidewalk next to the freight train tracks? My bad. Okay, maybe don't do that because the next person that dies that way might have to possess probably not Sabine Meyer. No, no, stop possessing woodwind virtuosos. We don't have that many. Probably. I'm not doing that. Anyway, we can just bury this old body here and everyone can kind of go. So I'm sorry if that feels like a bit of a waste of time. Kenny G had better not be missing. He probably isn't. This episode of Stormbuds, we join the military to save the Oracle of Light, and we abscond into the Kingdom of Rainbows as we watch on in sheer horror as the Fairy King turns Yulmoran soldiers into bushes. Yulmoran soldiers. They're in bushes now, forever. Forever. Well, welcome to Stormbuds, everyone. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> this is the Final Fantasy 14 podcast of your dreams, and this episode, your dreams are nightmare. <laughs> it's a lot of <laughs> very mid fey trickery in this episode. Dreams of the Midsummer Night variety. I am your host of light. Get this pen out of here. I'm going to click it the entire episode. Jerome Barbatsis. And I'm joined by my co-host of Light, Alex Hambrock. Say hello! You know, Jerome, I gotta say, if we could, like, bring Shakespeare back to life and show him this patch content, or this um, expansion content, rather, I think he probably would approve. Yeah. Yes. And he would definitely understand how computers work. What do you think? (laughs) Would he be, like, a bard, or is that too obvious? Like, what class? Of course he'd be a bard! (laughs) 
All right. Well, we're going <laughs> to... This episode, we are going to cover levels 72 to 73 of Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, which basically just neatly is wrapped in the section, the, the zone, Ilmeg, the kingdom of rainbows. Ilmeg. Um, and I forget, did we do the 60 second... Yeah, we do the 60 second recap now, right? We have been summoned... I'm going to start right... Now. Where's my... I got a 60 second timer right here. That's not it. Oh, Stream Deck's not on. Well... I got a 60 second timer right here. Getting folks a peek behind the curtain. It's like this all the time. It's definitely like that. They this is this is in front of the curtain. <laughs> there is no curtain to this show. <laughs> all right. So, Shadowbringers, we have been summoned along with some of our friends uh, to a nearby reflection of our planet, which is a separate smaller planet uh called the first and the first is about to be swallowed completely by light and nothing but light and everything has become stagnant we are summoned to prevent that and we are tasked with killing all of the beings made purely of light called sin eaters and um in doing so we have earned the ire of the yulmaran army who are totally down with the with the planet dying because they just kind of given up uh and they're trying to stop us and in this episode you'll find out why they can't quite yet that's good enough because we have the power of trickery on our side oh yes that's pretty much it um so before we get into going quest by quest we've got to talk about some of these side quests and this is recorded on uh the 22nd of may 2023 so let's just not hide it we're both playing tears of the kingdom we're playing tears of the kingdom (laughs) we're both playing tears of the kingdom i gotta say i like that game a lot it's really good um okay so there's probably some people who are not as far as us so we will say spoilers we're gonna talk lar- i'm not very far I oh, not you're not very the first far dungeon. okay well i mean there's no order to the game right okay. that's what that's like instead of like elden ring you're just like i can't what do we talk about i just left rito village basically okay cool well the um i mean the first dungeon is whatever you want it to be the uh the the if you're unfamiliar with tears of the kingdom somehow it is the sequel to legend of zelda breath of the wild out on nintendo switch um it is yeah it's i okay so it, it does have i think it has a quite a bit of a slow start to be honest it, yeah actually the, the tutorial tutorial era in area the, not yeah the tutorial area in this one i think is actually a bit of a step back from the great plateau in the first uh-huh, one. like uh-huh. it, it definitely is a bit more on rails a bit more sort of um yeah it dragged out a bit longer <laughs> i think the and the mechanics a lot of the big thing that they've advertised in the trailers and at this point we're going to talk I can talk about what's in the trailers because like you're if you're if you're the kind of person that was avoiding the trailers you've been playing this game or like if you've been like if you if you've been on social media in the last yes. week, you have seen so the clips big thing, of how the big this thing game works. this game works is that you can you really just stick a whole bunch of stuff together Kind of, kind of like you know, sort of like how Scribble Knots in Scribble, you just manifest anything. Yeah, or like, like Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts. Yeah, comparison. Yeah, vehicle construction, putting fans on wheels and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that to me, baseline. If that were just it, I would hate this game. You're I not would, into it. I'm enjoying the building stuff. You're not into it. I hate the interface of it. It is clunky and dumb and bad. Um, the, I mean, the Switch controller is. Even the pro, I have the pro controller, and it's just like not a pleasant experience. The controls are janky um, and uncustomizable in Nintendo archaic fashion, right? So that's another knockoff of it at the start. Um, How dare you say they're not customizable? You can swap what two specific buttons do, but I want them to be next to each other. Is the thing, and they're very much not. 
<laughs> um and the like the i still i mean several tens of hours in at this point and i'm like still messing up which shoulder buttons do what and that and it's just not it's um from a from a purely technical standpoint i think this game for me is a bit of a letdown um controls and performance wise i i don't have an oled switch i guess maybe it's the frame rate's better on those but I mean, yeah, it definitely holy gets framey when a lot of weather effects or a lot of like just no, it just gets framey when you pull out the ultra hand. Okay, okay sure. It's framey when you do the thing the game is trying to do. So that if I hadn't stuck with the game um, and found and unlocked some stuff that made the building a little bit less tedious. I've been told I should go down and look for. You should things. go down for. <laughs> you should go down and look for stuff. Then I would be like, oh my god, thank you, because it's like. It's like when you first start to learn to code and you're like, do developers really work like this? Like, this is so slow and stupid and like, oh, but then you like, the more, it's just like another thing that like, it's like, yeah. The more you learn how to use the toolkit. The, the, and systems, like the and system is really deep and there are nice shortcuts and really good unlocks and things that will help you help. They help me expand in a way, or they just like save me time. I'm not going to be, I'm not a builder really. Um, I, work in engineering it's a job and i'm like i don't <laughs> certain problems i just don't want to fucking solve and i don't think the, it's a job for you not a lifestyle yeah no yeah i don't think the time reversal thing i fucking did not finish braid by the way the time reversal thing i just i don't know if it's, it's of applications to use it i guess there's two more there's combat. two yeah i guess you can cheat you can like i don't even why the combat in, in Zelda. it's so it's so shallow there's <laughs> Like the, the, it's you, really you make, shallow. You can make rocks that fell down go back up, and you I, can make wheels that are turning you one can, way or another way. So here's how I use it, right? If I need to like get in the air, like on a, on one of those wings, I just like hover a plane a bit, and then use it, put it back down, and then get <laughs> on it and reverse time on the plane so that it goes in the air and it flies. Okay, you know, I just do it because I'm like I don't want to fucking use a balloon <laughs> or whatever, but, like. like and I also use it if it's like, oh, you need to get this ball somewhere uh, or you need to get up somewhere with this this ball or something. And it's like, and you just like, okay, well, and like, but you need to slide a platform under it. Or I'm like, okay, I'm just going to reverse time on it. So like, there's two uses for it. One is that you're just completely negating the effects of a puzzle and it's really boring. And it's not the same as like flipping the thing, the, the entire console over in that one Breath of the Wild puzzle. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Uh, okay, I'll it, take it. It's like the time reversal thing for me. Like it's lacking dynamic things. Yeah, out or in it's the world really obvious. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, just like, why is this even here? Like, are you to reverse a gear and go up the gear? Just make the gear go the normal way. <laughs> I feel like there isn't like enough stuff happening out in the world to like that. Like you can like just like be reversing time on to make it, interesting things. Yeah, happen. there's like one really really obvious thing, but otherwise it's like there's no mm-hmm. point. Okay, I, like yeah. Um, but so, those are the two powers that we're down on. Um, I mean, I'm up on the builder now because I, well, I'm up on like part, part of the builder that you haven't unlocked yet. Um, yeah. And I'm super up on going through the roof. <laughs> that shit's hysterical. <laughs> it is so great. It's really funny. And it allows for them to make these caves and wells that they don't have to have a obvious back door in them. You can just backdoor yourself out. <laughs> oh my God. I, I so I'm not going to say exactly where it was, but as I was working my way up the yeah. mountain in like the Rito area, yeah. I wandered off into like a cave to like do something else. And then at the end of it, I used the jump power yeah, yeah, yeah. and it shot me straight up and bypassed like 15 minutes worth of like stuff I had to do to get up the mountain. And it's just incredible. Out in it's the next, so like, nice. Destination. That, f- that feels really good. Uh-huh. That, that feels like you're like, 
it, that is like such a, a good monumental sort of like skip feeling that's quote unquote skipping where it's like, well, it's really in the game. Like if you know how to do it, which like, have you heard the story about how they came up with this one? It was a debugging tool, right? Yeah, exactly. It was and a they're just like, tool. fuck it. Like, this is fun. We're just going to put it in. Yeah. I feel this whole game feels like it was, it's just, yeah, the tool, like the powers overall are better than Breath of the Wild. Like, ooh, one of my well, powers is bomb. Well, and I, I, that's, that's the big thing for me is like, I, um, an like, Ultra Hand is just like Magneto plus, you know, like it, you can just use it to move shit, right? Exactly. Like, it's like, it, I like Breath of the Wild quite a bit, but like. This game immediately, I feel like just in the course of moving throughout the world, I am being called on to use these powers frequently or being given context in which to use them, except for time reversal. I, I was like, never, yeah, I was like, like, I was very down on it because I was like, God, if I have to keep fucking making a stupid goddamn raft, I'm going to lose my mind. This is so tedious. It's so tedious to just like have to chop trees down or do, or put a hook on this rail and go this way or whatever. But thankfully, there are there are always options um which is good and there's something that like that really made it click for me like oh this is why you should bother but like because i'm always like well why would i fucking bother making anything big and impressive if it's just so impermanent like i'm gonna have to leave it behind to go do something yeah exactly right? like the only, re- only reason to do horses, it is like to I'm see like, if you oh, can yeah. or to post about it on twitter yeah basically and i don't want to do that um i i will say one thing yeah like there were some people concerned that like you know like oh they're just reusing the same world map like you know it's gonna be really Mm -hmm. repetitive in that way and like look Mm -hmm. i get if you've played breath of the wild religiously but like i haven't touched that game since like 2019 like as far as i'm concerned this might as well be a brand new map i barely remember yeah i think there's sometimes there's sometimes where i'm like ooh, but like um the there's some i think rather than the map being reused i think what's what's more annoying is when side quests are reused sure like god i have to do Again, like, <laughs> I, I can't think of an example. There's some, like, pictures or whatever. Like, there's some, like, you know, I have to go find some pictures or whatever for the stables again. You're like, right, I don't, right. I'm not going to fucking do this again. I didn't like it the first time. Um, and there's still some sort of secrets. And I do think... I will say, I have not yet gotten sick of helping that guy keep that sign propped up. That is very funny. I think there's some where, where I'm just like, I'm too busy to do it. But um, yeah, no, the that guy Addison who is who loves his who loves his president who loves his construction company president. What's what's fun? This is this was said on a pod. No, I mean basically we're using it. But I had the same thought, right? Uh, I was listening to an episode of the Besties, which is a, another video game podcast. If you like this one, it's it's pretty. It's also very good. Um, the um, they they mentioned that like you know I could just use my arms. <laughs> to hold the sign up <laughs> if you have your arms to hold it up like i'm i'm right here i'm right here i could just do it but it's very funny that they contrive you to, to to build a little wall or whatever um so that's good i would yeah there there is a lot and i think going down is it's, it's good this game is a lot scarier yeah than breath I, of the wild i have been down once i have been down once and i did not like what i saw <laughs> game is i was like even I need like some parts more heart containers some parts of the overworld are also a little bit scarier <laughs> you haven't seen them yet but they are there's some scary stuff um it's excellent uh cool yeah we've talked about this game for about a or so minutes so do you want to anything else you want to bring up rave rant about i just I, I think i'm enjoying it more than breath of the wild so far at this point i am it really that start really was like oh no they're not living up to it and then mm-hmm. it was just like another fucking 
you know, all the critics want to get on the, the, the hype to get the, the clicks or whatever. And it's like overly hyped, but you, know, you gotta, this one, you, you get back more of what you put in mm-hmm. with this one, which That's is a good thing. I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, we are going to move in to the MSQ recap bit, uh, hard shift from a game that's completely open to a game that is pretty much on rails. Yeah. Very on rails. More, yeah. Well, okay. this part of it is anyway. Okay. Before we get into the actual plot recap, I do want to call a shot here. I meant to bring this up last recording and Uh-oh. it slipped my mind. And like, and it's, it's reinforced it. by some stuff that they, that gets gone over here, but like, the way that everyone talks about the Sin Eaters, these creatures that are made of light, that are just kind of converted like human beings that have become like these monsters. Tasty Sin. Uh, yes, they love to eat Sin. Mm. Um, everyone keeps reiterating that, you know, that they are these mindless drones. They're less than beasts. They're purely mechanical. They rush purely on instinct. They have no nothing going on inside them. And I am just going to say that I suspect that is not quite true and possibly something more complicated is going on with the whole Sin Eater deal. And... Mm. So I am curious to see if I'm right about that or not. But just like the way that everyone is just like, oh, man, Sin Eaters, mindless drones, just complete like, you know, mm-hmm. empty things that we just need to murder. And it's like, there's nothing going on in there. There's nothing. We'll, we'll get into it a bit when I talk about the healer quests that I've been. Oh, but, OK. But there's there's some questions that. Oh, that's now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to do that now. Yeah, and like, and, and there are some questions that I suspect the game might try and answer. And if it doesn't, that's okay. But if it does, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. Oh, do you want to do? Okay, so do you want to like do? We'll work this out on on air. Why not? Do you want to do like once you're done with the healer quests or the the role quests? We'll have a little segment, a side quest segment about them. I, I think. Well, so I'm trying to figure out how to handle this because yeah, so I thought I was going to be able to just kind of get through them because I have classes at the right level. Mm-hmm. But in fact, they are you do you know behind you have to go to the zones and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so that's I, why I was like, mm, we can't quite. Yeah, but also like also they seem pretty quick. Like these almost seem faster than job quests at least so far. Exactly. So uh, it may just be that towards the end of like doing all of this, we just uh, come back and we talk about all of them. Okay. Yeah, could be could be something we do. Oh, I know what we can do with it. Yeah, we can do them in the um, kind of in the post 8.0 stuff. Okay, you know when we do like the trials or whatever, and we can we lump a couple things in together. We could take, I don't know, probably something. I don't know. We'll figure right. it. Out. We can. I will. I will hold on to my notes for them. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right. I know anyway. we mentioned side quest segment stuff, but there's a lot of fucking games coming out actually that maybe we actually do want to talk about. <laughs> um this year so maybe we won't get time to do that until we dedicate an episode to it which i think will do them justice because that they're do you mean you're liking them so far um interesting raises interesting questions and uh, well it's like i i was like i thought maybe i would just do one set of them just get through the msq stuff and then as soon as i discovered that they were like you know ardbert's former companions i was like shit i gotta do all these gotta do all of them you gotta get gotta get a a melee a ranged (sighs) deeps getting my samurai up to 70 or, or my summary is almost at 70. Nice. Nice. Well, good. Um, fantastic. Okay, now we can get into the... And I think this... I have much fewer notes for this um, recap stuff. So I think this will go by relatively quick and we'll have a fun segment at the end. Two hours later. Two hours later. An unwelcome guest is the first quest. Uh, word on the street from the innkeeper. All of these chapters start, in the, start and end at the innkeeper. It's very it's very book bookended. Uh, very nice change of pace from whatever the hell a Remler born was, is that Yulmor has dispatched its military to Lakeland, likely because they're not happy about the knight returning. 
Yes. Uh, basically, like they're not thrilled that someone out here is seriously actually making a dent against the Sin Eater problem and taking care of the, what are they called again? The most light powerful wardens? light wardens. Yes. Yeah, and everything. And so they're ready to immediately deploy military force, which we'll get into a bit later, but I did not realize that like Yulmore had like a standing army like this. I thought they had like like a militia who like kind of guarded th- their yeah, territory. It sounded not- <laughs> more like that their army was just Sin Eaters. <laughs> Yeah, that I didn't know they had like troops that they could like deploy on the field <laughs> in this manner. I guess but, I guess they're all stationed in those like surrounding islands that we don't go to. Y- Yulmore's economy makes no sense to me. But okay, anyway. Okay. <laughs> so the Exarch wants to meet with General Ranjit who is uh here from Yulmore. And so we're all up in the Crystarium in his study, and the Exarch makes us all invisible because he doesn't want Ranjit to know that, you know, that we're here, that we even exist necessarily yet. And so we all just kind of watch from the side. Yeah, uh, Ranjit then uh, is, is, so Ranjit is a um, fancy robed uh, old man, white, long, slick back, white hair, Fu Manchu. Um, and he is, yeah, just the, the, the top military honcho, kind of... Kind of analogous to Hien, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Or maybe Lord Cayenne, because he's Lord older. Lord Cayenne, more accurate. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, I don't know, that's what I think. Um, he, I, it's probably more, not just a me think, and probably what the devs wanted us to think. Uh, he says, he he claims to the Crystal Exarch in their negotiations that there is a relationship between man and Sin Eater. Yeah. And the Crystarium has somehow jeopardized it, which is hilarious. He's like, Valtry is concerned that an ignorant viewer jeopardizing relationship between man and Sin Eater. I'm like, what are you talking yeah. about? In everywhere except your one city, all that happens is Sin Eaters just kill people there's and also, man suffers. There's also a relationship between man and the bubonic plague, but it turns out that's not one we'd like to keep happening. <laughs> like, that's not good. <laughs> And Just the, because there is a relationship. And the Exarch, to his credit, kind of responds to this by being like, well, we're happy that the Night Sky is back, actually, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, go ahead and do it if you're going to be little bitches about it. Yeah, um, it rejoices in the return of the Night Sky. It welcomes, the, and if you if you want to, re, re, if it welcomes the, re, re, I can't say retribution. I was a terrible paladin in World of Warcraft. I couldn't say retribution. The whole tree was unavailable to me. Yulmore seems uh, to believe that they are kind of in control here, right? They will dispatch a military response shortly, we presume. So, uh, Also, uh, at this point, Ranjit hints strongly that he can actually just sort of see us. Yes. Or like he senses we're there at least. I, he I, looks directly at looks us. looks directly at us. Um, he says, oh, if anyone, if, the, if you happen to know who did kill the 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 sin eaters if it would be nice if they happen to reveal themselves you can can hear the orchestra hit and like there is something interesting kind of being sketched here which is the way that like that yulmore still sees themselves as like the only kind of like legitimate authority in the world but they don't actually like really control all the rest of the territory of the first they just sort of like they claim that they do and like no one like they're almost like like they're like a fallen state right they they have no actual ability to directly like bureaucratically or militarily control the rest of the world but they mm-hmm. still like hold on to the title of being sort of the people in charge yeah of there's like a lot of the world we haven't seen yet okay okay that's <laughs> fair but the, like, but, but the bits i've seen so far no exactly really right like El Meg, no uh, place we're going to uh mm-hmm. not exactly <laughs> under their jurisdiction but i but if you ask them they would say that it still was because they still think of the yeah. world as kind of being theirs that's that way. that's it's very interesting it's mm-hmm. a very interesting uh hollow kind of imp- empire um 
the oh, where was I in my notes? We the CE also mentions that Ranji used to fight the Sin Eaters or somebody at this point, and then how? why at this point has he given to Vothri's point of view? We don't know what the turning point was. Um, but no matter what, I mean, no matter what happens here, they're going to invade, whether or not they feel justified yes. or they, they win the argument. So we may as well not give in to their freaking demands because um, that would make things worse for us. Um, Lena, at this point, then points, uh, she comes in, points out the intel states that the Ulmoran army have taken a prisoner, the Oracle of Light herself, Minfilia. <gasps> what? And then she says that something along the line of, yes, uh, the, the generations of Minfilias have yes. been protecting us from Sin Eaters and that the Yulmore have taken this one from us to kind of give the Sin Eaters an advantage. Really. And we're like, what does what any do of mean that mean? Generations like, of Minfilia. And the Exarch is like, go to the library and ask Moray. Moray? Yeah. Moren? Moran? Moran? I think I have it as Moran. I don't it's know. It's probably Moran. I probably was typing very fast. Anyway, okay. That's some more. Eh? So, so we go to the library. Yes. Um, helps elucidate us. And we get another kid's book. Yay. hundred years ago, Flood of Light, stopped by a mysterious maiden named Minfilia, who then vanished for 15 years. But then another young girl was born, who was also immune to the Sin Eaters. She was like Minfilia reborn. Then she died in battle. So another young girl was born with the same eyes and had hair several years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, my note here says the art for the section is so fucked up. Yeah. I remember this being pretty kind of like aggressive for a children's book. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just what their their world is, I guess. Um, of note, does Moran point this out that they don't necessarily remember? Yes. They're born without memories or knowledge, mm-hmm. and some of them embrace their role, and others do not. And the current Minfilia is back in Vauthry's, or was taken as a child and kept in Vauthry's custody, but then she was rescued three years ago by, by a mysterious somebody. individual who I immediately called a Thancred, and then two minutes later, Alphano said was Thancred, and then <laughs> has recently been re-recaptured by them. I... I, of everything in this expansion so far, the stuff around this character is kind of the most interesting to me. And I'm going to talk about her a lot this yeah. episode, I think, because I am intrigued and this I is, also have concerns. Yes, this is the reintroduction of reintroduction of this character, sort of. But yeah. But not at all. Oh, uh, it's so interesting. It is very interesting. Um, Alphano does say right here, he's like, I am a little concerned that Thancred might have weird feelings towards this reincarnated girl who's sort of his old girlfriend, but not really. Girlfriend, daughter. Daughter. Sorry, adopted <laughs> daughter. <laughs> it is a little, it's a little, it's a little hard to tell. The energy is a little weird at the times. The energy is a little weird. Um, but yes, we'll, adopted daughter. we know. And then we're like, we'll go rescue her. And the Exarch is like, what if the people of the Crystarium rescued her instead? Yeah, um, that would that would be great. So um, the following quest um, is the Crystarium's resolve. Yeah, the um, Crystarium, the Crystarium Crystal Exarch points out that we are still sort of secret weapons, even though Ranjit probably knows that we're here. Um, the Crystarium's peeps then show up they all have hope and they can fight the people even if they can't fight the light wardens the night sky has given them something to believe in again yeah there's just like a whole anime style one everyone go at a time and say how inspired they are everyone in the city by which i mean the 12 people who they can render on screen yeah no they can render more remember the remember the nidhogg must die moment there's a lot of people no they just like these are the eight we know these are the npcs in this zone these are the the uh, the alder alders people the alder people of the of the crystarium. Uh, I have a note here that says uh, it's just a quote of the crystal extract that says, "And there you have it. If Yulmar wishes to denounce us as villains, then we shall embrace our villainy." 
Definitely Fordola, right? <laughs> also, Yilmore will institute a trade blockade. I was like, you guys were trading? What is, okay. What were you, what is the currency? Meal? Hope not. <laughs> is it Gil that hasn't been true anywhere? <laughs> um, we are going to actually enlist uh, to help out. We're just going to enlist as a soldier in the Crystarium army, and yep. Lena will not treat us any differently. No, she will not. Um, which I'm sure a lot of players were thrilled to hear about. <laughs> And the plan here is this. We're going to blockade their sort of aerial maneuvers with a bunch of uh, Maro from the air, and then drop sleep powder on all of them, and then swoop in and rescue Minfilia. Dragging them. Yeah, basically. Um, so we have before we can do any of this, we got to get our preparations done, including going to drink some of the sleep powder immunity potion, which tastes awful. Yeah. And we're, the game makes a point of just how bad it, it is to swallow it, and then we're ready to go. Really rounds out the experience of drinking medicine um yeah we go get a cute um uniform as well so this is the kind of quest line where you're granted the crystarium soldier outfit to put in your glamour dresser it's nice nice little thing um we go get grab an amaro from the trainer and ah they're all booked guess we gotta do an errand instead we would just, which is run an amaro across yeah the one landscape. run we'd, so instead we just conveniently get to this, I mean, struck a genius on this guy. We get to run the Amaro to the front to the to the person that has booked it. I don't know. What, I mean, they're not actually booked, right? But they're just they're all conscripted. That's um, the entirety of the quest logistics of war. Yep. Yeah, so then we do that. We get a nice opportunity to ride an Amaro and deliver it to the guard. We get all the way over to the Ostal Imperative on the other side of Lakeland. Get a good chance to grab that crystal for teleporting and we rendezvous with lena who does not thank us for doing the bare minimum <laughs> cool <laughs> the oracle of light is the next quest um all right and we then have we have to go feed amaro <laughs> a bunch of anti-sleep potions they feed them a nasty monster energy drinks so they don't all zonk gross and I, do you like monster no i can't stand monster we're not I'm... getting sponsored by monster but they don't sponsor podcasts so i've never been an energy drink person no me neither I've, I've recently given up caffeine altogether, though. How's it going for you? It's had a, a minimal benefit at this point. It's been about a week. Um, okay. So it's nice. Uh, there's, the, I don't want to get too deep into it, but it's not like it's definitely not fixing everything, <laughs> as it shouldn't. But I'm, I've noticed, a, I've noticed a bit more of balance in okay. my life. So, replace it with good cold water. Yeah. Well, I replace it with um, cold water or like. Chewing gum. Okay. That oh, helps. Yeah, it's like yeah, something it's like to like, sugar-free, yeah. For sure. Anyway, so time for the so time to wait for the command to commence. We climb a very tall tower, and then it's duty time. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of Yulmorian soldiers Yulmorian, in purple. I guess? They're escorting a blonde girl with solid blue eyes. Who could that be? Uh, attack begins. Powder it's from the <laughs> She's back. Powder from the sky. Sound the alarms. Go go go! Time to fight our way through. Uh, yes. Okay. Solo duty. It's a battlefield, and we're fighting our way across it. We, yeah, um, we cut through a bunch of the Crystarium NPCs and rescue uh, in the back of it, right right as she's about to get on an airship. We rescue uh, this Minfilia, question mark, <laughs> after giving her some weapons? What? We give her some weapons. What? Minfilia? And With then a weapon? We're escorting her back out. I know, crazy, right? Oh, well, my God. <sighs> who is she? Well... And why does she have her own song? <laughs> we'll get into the version of the arc of this character that I'm 
less excited about. Pepper and pepper. Oh, you didn't get my pepper and joke. No, I didn't get oh, your pepper and joke. Gosh. No, I didn't get your pepper and joke. What are you talking about? Come on. It was so good. <laughs> uh, I'm sure all the pepper and fans in the audience are going <laughs> to just crack up. Okay. Jo- join our Discord and let us know how much you enjoyed my pepper and joke. We are escorting Manfilia back out. Renjit confronts us right at the end. We get in a fight with him. When he's at 60% health, he knocks me out in a cutscene. I can't believe we're doing this. I hate this trope. Um, <laughs> he's ready to take Alphado in because he's recognized him as the artist who's a fugitive from Euphemore. I do feel like since this is the second expansion in a row, we've done this with a, with a villain. I, I don't give I'm like, okay, whatever. At this point, like, yeah, you sure beat me. Yeah, it was okay. with like, I don't know, you know, in Stormblood it was done a little bit better, this exact sort of thing. Yes, Th- this one stood out to me as kind of egregious, where I was like, I was actually doing pretty good against that guy, and That's then right. he got like one blow on my head, and I'm out for the count. Sure. Yeah, anyway, anyway, we are on our back foot, he's taking Alpha No in, but suddenly, jump attack, cool fighting, Thancred's here with a gun blade. Yeah. It's a lot of cool stand-up, with a lot of sick fight moves. They do, chore- this is very well choreographed fighting. Um, he holds Ranjit long enough for some weird runes to appear around all of us. Um, and then we vanish. Yep. <laughs> we just vanish into thin air. Um, Ranjit runs off the, uh, sort of balcony. So like the ramparts, yeah. The ramparts to see us making our way towards a green forested area. And before he chases after us, who should appear but the crystal exarch to cast a spell on him, break. Who has which... never been cooler than he is in this scene. Oh my fucking God. He's so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's so just very calm and collected sweet ass ri- wizard dude <laughs> it's very much like hey look uh i'm out of tricks now so you can give chase if you want but, but uh, guess where they're you know where they're going right the fairy kingdom and ranjit is not into it so the chase is off and then we cut to emmet selk sitting up we on pan the to pan to solace at this point we don't know he's emmet selk sorry you're right uh, spoiler, solace. you yeah. pan to solace sitting up you're right i guess i picked up a little bit of foreknowledge about that but also like, oh did you well, oh, well i don't know it's like hard I, not to. I know he's possessed by a high level assassin i know emmet selk is the last one left like yeah okay yeah no there were plenty of people pieced that together too anyway Lamenting up on the roof about just how it's all gotten so messy. How did the Exarch bring me in? Maybe there's a way out that doesn't involve bloodshed, etc., etc. Oh, but meanwhile, we're running off to Ilmeg the Fairy Kingdom. Yeah, he's yeah he's a little me- he's a little ticked that the that the Exarch brought the hero of the source to the first. He's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you 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 dorks aren't supposed to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, he he did you mention that he 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 specifically says a soul such as that is here. Uh, I did not notice that. Okay, I want to point that out because okay. it's just like, soul. what is, the hell does that mean? There's a lot of talk about the soul, our soul in this okay. expansion. Uh, an expansion, yeah, but also in this segment of the expansion as well. So we walk into Ilmeg, uh, the kingdom of rainbows, and the narration explains, uh, the narrated voice of Arbert explains that this used to be Verbert, a proud nation cut short by sin eaters. Since then, the fey folk have moved in and this is what it is, sort of a th- Thickly forest, thickly fogged forest of With sort of, of nothingness right everywhere. now. Yeah, a bunch of wildflowers. And uh, we take a, a short break here, and Thancred greets us rather informally. Um, he was working with the Crystal Exarch, I guess, somehow, to see us safely to Ilmeg after we had saved Minfilia. 
Um, he then explains that this place is fucking scary, <laughs> but he has been here with Minfilia before and they have a decent enough idea of how to handle the Fey folk and that our missions are to meet with Urianger and cast out the Light Warden of Ilmeg. Yes. And also we get kind of our first Thancred Minfilia interaction here where yeah. like, so, so they were traveling together and then near Lakeland Minfilia ran off and, and got captured by the Umorians right. and like, um, and oh. then Alice finally asks Minfilia, like, why she left Thancred behind, and she looks kind of ashamed, and she dresses me, and she says that she felt my presence and knew she had to come find me. Mm-hmm. And then she knew that Thancred wouldn't let her take such a risk, and so she had to run off on her own. And he's like, look, I was right to not let you take the risk. Look how bad this almost went. Yeah, he and snaps. looks down. And it snaps. He's very... It's just like zero to 100. I hate the it's, vibes it's, of it's all so of this. It's so creepy. I hate it. I hate the vibes it. of hate this. It. Then, but then a dis- disembodied Scottish voice sympathizes with her. <laughs> Yes. And then the voices continue and they ask us to have fun with them. All We're the having theory. fun. This is fun. Thankward and Manfilio realize they also can't remember the way to Orianges, even though they've been there before. And thus they realize, oh, fuck, we have been caught by their spell. Okay. We are uh, trapped. We are, we are glamoured. We are trapped in their illusions. And, and our, 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 our the, the fog is affecting our our, the the tree pollen is affecting our our brain functions. It's everywhere. Who decided to put only male trees in Ilmeg? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Ilmeg the Fairy Kingdom is the name of the next quest, and we need to entertain the pixies if they're going to let us through. Um, we make our way to some kind of old like ruined pixie palace that has an etherite crystal. Uh, we go looking for some magic spiral shaped grass that will let us see the pixies because, like, I, I I I like that the magic is starting to feel a little bit kind of whimsical and irrational here, yeah. As opposed to like etheric this and crystal that and energy yes. batteries and stuff. It's like no, and also you find the magic curly grass and it lets you see the pixies that are flying around. <laughs> the looking grass. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, he looks through the crazy straw and says, the game game is over in Faye. And they're like, oh, you got us. <laughs> That's it. They agree to lift the spell if we help them with just a couple of chores. It's typical. Uh-huh. And so next three quests, Sul Un's request, Yael Elias's errand, Oil Sigan's plea. We- they, they are chores. They're just fetch quests and kill quests, and they suck. But they're great if you're leveling classes because it's like three boosts of experience that are really quick. But for the MSQ recap podcast that we're doing, not so great. <laughs> we plant some flowers, water some bushes, and collect some fruit. That's yeah. it. Okay. And uh, then Unto the Truth is the quest next quest where the story actually progresses i think it's like these people have no real problems they're, they're actually just, just messing with us, giving us chores <laughs> we're not gonna get out of here are there any that seem amenable to reason and then we're like uh we have one in our back pocket this is bit here also where minfilia is like legend says that the pixies are the souls of dead children who desire only to play and alpha knows like oh i'm an expert on ghosts i know all about ethereal souls that take a new form just like <laughs> oh great but yeah let's, let's the person who's terrified of them yeah um so we, oh, finally we had like... to this is fucking funny we had to summon him but we have to so them sorry oops my notes are incorrect we've yeah. been corrected gently on our discord you can join link in the description of the episode uh the fae all use they them pronouns so going forward ah, we will okay. continue them continue to do that uh so we had to summon them but we have to maybe butter them up a little bit um yeah, they're in pissed some that very we not yeah. ever summoned them yeah <laughs> this point and um the well it's just one of those quests we have to type in chat and we both fucked it up a few times 
I was it's totally I was humiliating trying to figure out like I, think, I was just I like where is this like, a letter properly you know like, I think once? I think he missed a letter and I missed I didn't have a period somewhere I don't know it's annoying but whatever you got you get you get it string perfect and then fail ul fail ul shows up and they're very mad that we took so long um but they're also very mad at all the other pixies for trying to claim us as as their own they're even more mad at that yes mm-hmm. alice uh points out that there's another self-important little brat and alfie note completely gathers her by saying yeah kind of like my childhood <laughs> <laughs> it's really good <laughs> she <laughs> she does inflict some physical violence as is her want but um yes the, at this point we we see the tantrum uh, to the rest of the fae given by Feo Ul. Uh, they're appalled uh, and they let us go, but but they do bargain for the twins. They're they just too Alpha cute. They want Alpha and to stay back and play. And they're like, no, fine. Okay, uh, whatever. Oh. Spell, spell gets lifted. We finally get to see the zone properly for the first time and it is a giant, cool, floral fairy kingdom. There are rainbows place. everywhere. Yep, fang- buildings. In the, there's like buildings in the hills like the Shire. It's a big castle, big teal, big seafoam green teal castle with big fairy wings in the distance. Um, lots of mountains off, uh, and, and a big, uh, moat sort of valley filled with, or I guess lake, more of a lake, a loch, the Scottish. <laughs> they are Scottish. They're very Scottish. Um, and we're told that Ariane is hanging out in an old library. So we need to go find him there. I mean, it's the only place with books that's not the Crystarium. So we head off to track him down and we find him and oh shit, new look, no hood. No hood, fancy black dress. Lots of jewelry. Astrologian now, it looks like. Astrolabe at his back and cards at his side. Very cool. Yes, he has taken up to um, taken up to astrology, which is interesting given that they're... I think they've mentioned why he does it, even though there's no night sky. He's like looking for guidance, basically. Or... Yeah, but like this, you can't see the stars, right? So it's interesting. So how does... Yeah, I, I guess, how do you yeah. get, if you, you've done the, the astrologian quest, like you have to look up at the stars to get the blessings to do astrologian stuff. How did he do that on the first when you can't see the stars? He, he he's very smart. I've just thought of this after <laughs> he could feel them. He he felt them too. Sure, to his soul. he's Ariane. Like, he'll okay. figure it out. He got mm-hmm. a really good telescope. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to meet him in the library, and um, worth calling out here that while we're all meeting, Thancred gives Minfilia like his ammunition and basically asks her to take it outside and kind of like enchant it. And it's very much he's kind of treating her as like the kid in the room, sort of like, you know, like adults are talking, go kind of occupy yourself. The, the adults are talking, go make my gun bullets for my gun uh-huh. <laughs> so we can kill, <laughs> kill things, you child. You definitely can't handle this talk about science. Children, um, chill, oh, never mind. It's just it's just getting a little too close to home. A little real? Yeah, it's uh-huh. getting a little real, actually. I was like, that's actually not that far-fetched. Anyway. Anyway, uh, we fill Arianja in on everything, and he, in turn, tells us more about that vision that he had, you know, the big apocalyptic one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he saw us pushing Garlemald back until they finally unleashed the Black Rose, destroying not only Eorzea, but the Garlean people and all the people. Casualties pile up. Civilization begins to collapse. Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. Soil itself begins to die, and the rule of the sword is replaced by the rule of or the rule of the sword replaces the rule of law. Mm. Seems bad. Really bad. And, he, and we also, just in case that wasn't bad enough, we also see the bodies of Tataru, Kryl, Thancred, Ishtola, all of our friends, including me. Yes. Pretty bad. Our dead body is there, and it's, it's scary. We can't, we can't stop a, a calamity that we're not there for, right? So that sucks. And then we get a science lesson that, like, 
I didn't quite follow. A trip to the to chart. Ex- you tried to explain to me, but it's okay. Do you want to take? Do you want to tackle this? I do want to tackle this. Okay, I'm not going to get into too much of the specifics because if I do, well, maybe I should because then I can be wrong and people can uh, correct me on our Discord link in the description. <laughs> really pushing it. <laughs> Join us. It's fun. We're having fun. Uh, But basically, you know, there's the six elements in the game and they're kind of uh, arranged in a hexagon, the elemental wheel. um, And uh, there's two poles effectively. And three of the elements uh, are aligned with different poles. I don't remember which are which. It doesn't really like more closely aligned with different ends of the poles, but they're not necessarily... um, forbidden from interacting with the other side so what that means is that um for every one of the elements fire ice lightning earth wind and water um there are you can have like light and dark aspected sort of stuff with them but like half of those will go more naturally to light and half of them will go more naturally to dark you following me at this point yes right so example um like uh in an application in the game like a, a light like a, or like a, an, an astral, I guess, in our understanding, an astral flame would be like a big wildfire uh, or a bonfire or something like that. Whereas an umbral flame would be um, a, a dry heat or a smoldering like. Got it. Yeah. Like, yeah, something like that. So it's less it's like active versus passive. Right. Well, yes. And like and the what gets drawn here is that here. In the first, the way that they think about it is they associate darkness as being the force of creativity, life, and growth. Right. So in in, in the place of saying astral pole and umbral poles, they say um, darkness and light, mm-hmm. respectively. So astral astral darkness and umbral light, which makes no, not very much, not that much sense, but like, it, right? Kind of like astral. I, well, I, I mean, mean, umbral, I mean, the moon doesn't generate its own light kind of reflects it. But like, anyway, the, the point is... The um, well, I guess Umbra is shadow, not moon, right? What am I thinking of? Yeah, Umbra is shadow, but yeah. So basically, we they they see it as sort of a um, they classify what the um, the what sort of is causing the element to appear as opposed to the after effects of the element, right? So they're classifying the origin the of the element. So uh, a big wildfire is actually started by a lot of activity or is actually kind of caused by a lot of activity, whereas a contained dry heat is a like desert a, is just like, yeah, you know, it's a desert. A great mm-hmm. example is just like a stillness, a heat and stillness. So all of this makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, the, there are two points that still confuse me. And I yeah. suspect at least one of them is going to get answered by future content, possibly even Endwalker. Um, like I, I get a sense that this is going to be a big part of it, but the, the two things that confuse me about this at this point are one, if light is associated with like, you know, with, peace and tranquility but also like with sterility and everything and and like and mm-hmm. silence and all of that yeah, peace we have always associated heidelin with the force of light yes does this raise serious questions about like what it is that heidelin actually represents and it like does this like we have all and i, I actually i kind of brought this up episodes and episodes ago is heidelin benevolent or is she just an embodiment of these forces and that reads as benevolent to us because mm-hmm. we desire peace. But is there actually something a bit more complicated going on there with like, you know, with like actually like is Heidelin in some ways almost holding the world back from being able to change or, or and and related with that also, 
we have our umbral calamities and our astral eras. And it's not quite clear to me, like, I guess just it's, it's the same thing. The umbral calamity is when everything changes, and then the astral era mm. is when stuff restabilizes? No. So the, um, yeah, you have an umbral calamity, and then we have the umbral era afterwards. And then, then they have the astral era. I don't know. I don't know exactly how offhand. I don't ex- know exactly how or why they chose umbral and astral for that particular uh, reasoning. Um, but that's a, that's a really good you know, parallel to draw. I'm sure there is a well thought out reason for it. Because like prior to all of this, the obvious logic was like, oh, umbral bad, therefore umbral calamities are when the bad stuff happens. Astral good, therefore astral errors. I guess umbral, I mean, we thought, they thought umbral was stillness, Mm -hmm. but that's the opposite of a calamity, right? Uh, I I thought that they thought that umbral was darkness and darkness was the force of... They thought umbral was darkness, but they thought darkness was the force of stillness, right? Or they thought that like... They thought that the elements that were aligned with darkness were the ones or the things that were aligned with darkness or actually still because their effects. Oh, that's why. Because like their effects and the, the ether surrounding the world is actually very still, right? The, the, okay. the Everything's crystallized. All these crystal crystal ethers everywhere, and so everything's standing still as an as a as, as an after effect. I I feel like we have like five different moving. We have like five different pieces yeah. we're trying to fit together here. And the thing is, I think that like if we just inverted one of them, the whole thing would click into place. But I can't figure out which one it is. Like I can't mm-hmm. like it feels like one of these is slightly backwards, and if we inverted it, then the rest of them would all snap in. But we don't need to spend more time on this. It's yeah. just especially because this is going to be more plot relevant. Relevant, yeah. I'm sure. But yeah, yeah. That's where I'm questions. at with this. Right now those are great questions um then also another connection to previous content the thinness of ether that yustola had reported to Uriange was basically the spilling of light into the source causing standstill in various sections of it like like around the the house of the crooked coin mm-hmm. um interestingly interestingly enough so thus we shall fashion a trap for the light warden, we met up with Hiranj. That's mission one done. So yep. it's mission two. We got to fashion a trap for the light warden, akin to Asian stuff with some uh, dragonfly thing and white orosite that he got somewhere. I don't know how he did that, but then that's pretty cool, I guess. But then Minfilia comes back with the bullets infused, and Hiranj tells her to go look at some books. Yes. No. Minfilia returns and is like, "May I come in now?" And Thancred pats her oh, on yeah. the head and says, "That's my girl. Thank you." And I'm just like, "Bad vibes. Bad vibes." Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Um, then we are prompted to talk about Thancred's encounter with the old Minfilia. So, oh, sorry. Re- There's but one yes. more thing. Um, because I wrote this down. Uriandre offers. Uriandre offers to let her take some books along. Yeah, I and said, I, tell I her to look, look at books. Oh, okay. This is the first time she sounds enthusiastic since we've met her. That's true. This is the first time that she has looked like she has actually like been excited or cared about anything is when Orianji lets her go look at the books. Um. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, now, and yes, now Thankwood relays his like you know his encounter. Not long after he encountered this Minfilia reincarnation, they journeyed to the edge of the world, and there, sort of like the old Minfilia, his Minfilia, kind of like possessed younger new Minfilia. Well, we get we get an echo vision at this point. We see the we see the whole thing. Yeah, um, and Sancred Sancred is begging her for her to be back, um, and she says basically that she is at this point no different than an Asian. <laughs> this mm-hmm. child is just a vessel, and she's kind of possessing, you know, as as La Habrea did him, um, and 
that she feels fucking terrible about it. <laughs> She's like, look, these children have died never living their own lives. And Tankard's, I've taken yeah. enough. I'm done. And Tankard's making it all about him, and it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, no, it's pretty what fucked about up. Us? He, he comes off so bad in this interaction. Yeah, it's like, really like bad. He, 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 what about the people that care? What about Flamine? Is like, Flamine's not. Like, we, we like, uh, she's, we ha- she's, grief does bad things to people, but also, like, in this game, in this context, this entire cast, the Scions, we have all lost people at this point. Yeah. We have all had to deal with people who were important to us in various ways and them dying and like minfilia got to go out on her own terms and you need to work through this dude yeah that's that's a little it's a little cringe bro (laughs) the girl you see as your daughter is sacrificing her lives to others making it about you (sighs) and minfilia says something here which is like look should the day come when the child tires of fighting i will take it up in her stead but if she wants to pursue her own destiny i'll bequeath her my all yeah which I'm not entirely... She said, when the child tires of fighting, I'll take it up at her stead. Does she mean by just, like, kind of taking her body over entirely to, like... I don't know. Control her directly? It's The Minfilia wants to fight. She does want to fight. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll get into questions that I have about that also. Yeah. But, absolutely. Uh, okay, because there's another big scene coming up in a bit here that will really bring all the stuff to a head. Yeah. But, okay. Um, this is, uh, in my opinion, the best OG Minfilia cutscene because she's writing herself out. <laughs> Yeah! Nice! The other one where she wrote herself out before was the second best. (laughs) And this is the bit where Minfilia basically tasks him and is like, look, show her the world, help her find her own path. When the time comes, you'll find me here. And, you know, and then old Minfilia's gone, the girl's just a girl again. Um, The framing of the scene is that the scene's very tragic. I find it very weird. Okay. Yeah. Oh, also, Thancred has never told the girl about that day. Excellent That's fucked job, up. dude. That's He's fucked up. Important information about her own life from her. Yeah, it's totally fucked up. Um, yeah, it's but it's like, well, I mean, Uriange says the question then remaineth: Who shall take up the flame of hope for which Minfilia hath borne for so long? We we don't know. Like, is it gonna be? Is it gonna be old Minfilia or the or this new one? And then she shows up and she's got a book. And it's like, okay. It's very sweet. Yeah, she's found a book she's happy with. Yeah. Okay, the key to the castle. We uh, tell the pixies we want to go in the castle because that's where the next um, light warden is. And they're like, what a weird thing to want. Hey, your funeral. I mean, we skipped courting cooperation, but I think that basically is just like... Courting cooperation is the one we just did. Isn't it not? No. That was unto the truth. Wasn't that just a huge quest? Then courting cooperation is where we seek passage into the castle. Isn't that the key to the castle? No, the key to the castle is the the dungeon. I may have gotten this wrong here. Okay. It's my turn to be right. Yes. <laughs> Fine, you you right this time. Okay. I got this. So courting cooperation. Yeah, we do. They they have um, they explained that the king of the land is the light warden, and the, the this is a cause and effect of the previous king killing the other light warden that was here and having their ether corrupted. You know that that sort of Chekhov's light warden ether explosion. Yeah. That we there, there was aforementioned. This is this is what happened. They're, sure. they're, they're making good on that. There are it's four keys to this consistent. castle. We there are none of them are actually keys, and we get together them all one by one. What is it? It's a it's a it's a crown. A it's dress. a robe. A dress. Yeah, a dress. Uh, uh, shoes. And a scepter. That's it. Yep. That's it. That's it. Um, interesting. So the key to the castle is where we go to grab. So we get the the the, the Fey have one key, and they're like, yeah, take it. Fine, whatever. Like you felt this. We we don't. This is dumb. Or at least the Fey of Leader Laurent do. Um, and then they tell us where the others are. There's 
One in... Uh, with the water spirits? With the water spirits in the lake. There's one in the cave to the north with the with the Numo. And then there's one with the Amaro, interestingly enough. There's mm-hmm. some Amaro that live here that, I guess, have a key. So that's cool. The, the key to the castle is where we go to get our second key fragment from the water kingdom of Don Meg. So it's supposed to be King of the Rainbows. I guess it's King of Water, River. I don't know. Something else. Meg. Uh, yeah. So we go to what's called the Untouchable Gate, which is this kind yes. of like flower gate down by the waterside. And we're all just like, okay, we'll just dive in and talk to the spirits. And Arianche is like, what if we yeah, walked like, on the surface instead? Yeah, but when prompted about his swimming skills, because Alfie knows never asked, he's like, he's not, no, it's no, no secret that I'm not the best swimmer. What about you? And Arianche completely dodges the question. <laughs> Why don't we just not? <laughs> and then we, we don't have to worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> So but we'll see. Anyway, before we even dive into the water spirits show up and are like, what do you want? Yeah. And then we're like, can we have the crown? And they're like, yeah, sure. It doesn't matter to us. Uh, yeah, come into the dungeon and get it. And th- at this point, we can be sure that Uriange is either terrible at swimming or secretly a very, very like Olympian swimmer and doesn't oh, want anyone doesn't to know about it. The Michael Phelps. Of, oh, my of gosh. The, <laughs> it's the first stone Michael Phelps. Yeah, seriously. Um the yes, so the fae spirits beckon us in, like, come and take it, you know, with a little bit of just like every, like every other fae, they just want to have fun. It's fun, we're having fun. Okay, so we queue up for this dungeon then. This dungeon is Don Meg, it is a very wildberry pop tart sort of very dungeon, candy colored, very, very Alice in Wonderland, very blues, Kingdom greens, Hearts. and purples everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the first uh boss is the frog, I have right here n- named. Frog boy, candy cane, water sprout. Little tiny man? Little tiny frog, cute frog boy, candy, candy cane. It's not candy cane. It's just a toy hammer that he hits with. Well, I think it's called candy cane is the tank buster. Uh, you got to run around and dodge a whole bunch of water spouts. It's not easy if you're new to that kind of thing. Because nope. the, they always look different. The second one I have written down is uh, Timber Boy. I don't know if it's actual boy, but it's like a turtle. It's like a Torterra. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. With uh, it summons little saplings that you have to absorb the tethers in. And that's, that's, that's about it cute and the final boss is the same boss as the first it's the same as the first one but in his final form must be a frog tall, so he's a so he's a taller taller cute frog in a top hat in a top hat and he turns you into imps he turns you into frogs he turns you into a lot of things he turns you he transformed turns, many times yeah and then he um takes away two-thirds of the arena and then you have to cross that gap with a tiny bridge and try not to fall. I was lagging really badly at this time, so I rubber banded and fell. I did it first try. You did do it first try. It was great. I couldn't rescue you off. <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't because I was lagging too hard. I also wasn't in uh, combat. Well, I kind of guess we all were in combat, so I could have, but it wouldn't have been that funny. It's not. It's not a new dungeon, so that joke's been done. After, so that's the basically. It. I mean, there's like a, a little fake out in the middle, but whatever. Who cares? After that dungeon, um, we they, we get the crown, and they're like, "Cool, well, that's great." But also, we want one more thing. This guy that that beat us, he's really fun to play with. So we're just gonna keep him. And then they like they, the, they all grab the eyes me. glow. They grab they the 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 shadows. I guess the water kind of like surrounds you and the screen fades to black and everyone's panicking and then uh we wake up underwater we wake up underwater and it's like wow 
Boy, if we weren't like if we didn't have the magic exactly. breathing power that we got Exa- back, that's in- exactly what Arbert says. Arbert says, "Hey, you, uh, you okay?" <laughs> and then we're like, "Yeah, I guess we're fine." He's like, well, "I don't know where you learned to breathe underwater, but thank goodness you did. <laughs> we would just be dead otherwise, <laughs> pretty much." Um, so that's convenient. Um, we wake up, we rendezvous with the, with the rest of the Scions, who, who are, are like, very fr- desperate to find us, and frantic, absolutely like, "Oh my God!" Preparing to dive in, is nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they take it a little bit personally that we <laughs> just sort of showed up, but then they hand over the crown. Um, then a fae appears, distraught, um, named Sul Uin, <laughs> approaches us in distress. Uh, they say the Yulmoran ar- army is marching on Ilmeg, but they're not they're not friends of ours, so um, fae, we, we tell them that the fae can kind of have at them. Yeah, just like, go go have fun fucking with them. Yeah, en- that's enjoy fine. Your, enjoy yourselves. Make them do chores. Mm-hmm. A visit to the new Mo is the oh, next uh, quest. Oh, is that and I think thing? at this point, like the, the rest I... of the science also go back to help out. So we're kind of on our own from this point. Uh, no, no, no. Never mind. We're not. not. You are mistaken. We are. Nope. I am. I am mistaken because I just remember what happens next. That's okay. I'm incorrect. Okay, it happens. A visit to no. the new Mo. A visit to the new Mo. Um, our next leg of the relic hunt then takes us to the new Mo tunnels that we mentioned. Um, on our way, we are. Uh, ambushed by some Fae who are not from Lido Loran who didn't get the memo so they just sort of teleport us back so we gotta stealthily walk by them with magic stealth potion that Orianja has why is this in here? anyway we do okay. it <laughs> yeah anyway we do it that was annoying we, uh, we do it, it, meet up with Thancred who's mad that we're late but we explain what happened and he's like alright I guess you're mm-hmm. forgiven let's go in and in the following cutscene we walk into the village we see that they have little mushroom houses it's with so cool. little mushroom very windows very cute very cute. Um, one of the Numo sees us. They got long, droopy ears. They shriek and they about mortals and they run away. They're like, we're like they're "Oh, like, what did we do?" And they're like, "And Orianje's like, don't worry, they're not. They're not scared. They're just." Um. And then uh, before he could finish, they all come back and they're mad at us for how excited they are to see us. Yes, <laughs> they're like, "Can't believe how excited you made us. We love people. They're like little like dog mole people. They're, they're so pretty cute. much dogs. Yeah. They ask. We ask them for the scepter and they refuse because they're terrified of the light warden. And then um. However, Uriange pulls out some trump cards. He's like, he says, what if it would make us really happy if you gave it to us? Not quite. Well, no, sure. He <laughs> says it would, be, it would be great if you could fetch <laughs> that, that scepter for us. Otherwise, are you expecting us to roll over to the light warden? <laughs> and they're just like, no, you're saying the magic words. <laughs> God damn it. We just like pleasing people so much. Yeah. So he's pulling up doggy trick commands exactly mm-hmm. um and so there's a fitting payment they say is the next quest they say fine we'll help you but do some more chores damn it more chores okay okay we help this guy repair we his equipment mushrooms. we kill some mushrooms some for mushroom this moss. blacksmith so he can do some blacksmith thing with mushrooms sure they do carpentry with mushrooms so why not it, 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 <laughs> you know there's kind of a trap here where like he asked you to go get two and when you come back you can offer him three and i think he get i offered him two correctly i offered him two but I, yeah if you offer him one or three he'll get mad <laughs> uh spore sweeper we need to help removing some noxious mushrooms in the cave while doing so we run into minfilia who definitely wasn't spying on us she runs off kind of flustered yeah. Um, and our quest giver upon returns gets kind of wistful about the old days when this whole valley was full of like people who lived here before the flood came in and basically we didn't mention like under the lake yeah. is like a whole abandoned like town. Oh yeah. Like because we didn't like, really an see it until flood we of water. Drowned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry for talking over you there. That's bad podcasting. The castle also used to be called Grünesliegt. Grünesliegt. So this place was uh, German as hell as opposed to the 
French source version. Yes. Anyway, point being, like, this place was a... Lots of people lived down there. The Numo loved being friends with them. And they've been very, very sad ever since the people, you know, drowned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Numo have been here since... So, the, 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 before the Fae have moved in. Before the, the fairy and the others moved in. That's got to be annoying. Annoying new neighbors. Uh, okay. The lawless ones. Okay, bit of, bit of substance to this one, actually. Yeah, we steal some ink from the lawless ones who are rebel Numo, who just refuse to work, I guess. I don't know. They just spend time cavorting and being nuisances. I don't know. That's they listen to fun. disco music. Ugh. Never mind. Anyway, um... <laughs> Minfilia overhears us and wants to accompany us and help with the quest. She wants to learn and help as best she can. Who is she? Well, okay. This is not my Minfilia. Is at this point, I do want to ask, do we know how old this character is supposed to be? Very young. Because like... Like very, like... Sixteen, yeah, sixteen. Okay, but like I that, don't know for sure. No, my guess was sixteen because like the way that they treat her sometimes though, like it's like they treat her like she's like twelve. I like, mean, I've been treated like I was twelve and I was sixteen. Okay, sure. Some it, peeps. Anyway, but she wants to come with us. She wants to learn and help as best she can. Um, so we go to the cave to the south where the the uh, the lawless ones hang out, and she kind of scouts ahead. She sneaks in. She gets some of the ink. I get some of the ink. There's not really anything to like, talk about here with the, the ink fetching it ourselves. Mm-hmm. But then we get the ink. We get back outside. We rendezvous with her. And we kind of have a nice kind of conversation with her um, one-on-one. And this is where we start really getting... Hmm. I have a lot of thoughts about this. So, like, she's like, she hasn't seen a lot of combat. Um, she, she's very aware of the fact that earlier kind of Minfilia reincarnations battled Sin Eaters, but she was held captive from a young age, so she couldn't really follow in their footsteps. When Thancred found her, she didn't really know how to, like, what it meant to be alive or to live, let alone what it meant to fight. Um, Thancred uh, told her that if I didn't show up to save the day, then it would fall to her to fight for the Light Wardens. Um, and that the and that she can tell that the only reason that he keeps her around is a kind of as a contingency, um, and that she realizes that she that he can't stand her otherwise because she's not his Minfilia, and her being around is very painful for him to deal with. Oh, I did just say that she's not my Minfilia, didn't I? <laughs> my my bad. I'm gonna save my commentary for this on the end because I want to get through it. She remembers it's a lot. She remembers vaguely the time that he and the other Menphilia spoke, but she doesn't really remember, like, what um, was said or what happened, really. She just kind of blacked out for all of it. And, um, and, all, and like, she says at this point, all she really can do is stay at his side and support him, even, as, even though she knows that it's painful being a reminder of his loss. But, you know, she says, hey, she should be the one to live on. That's why I tried to find you, because I knew that that's what she wanted. Yeah. And then... And then some stuff's going to happen, and a bunch of events are going to happen, and we're going to go fight and stuff. But 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 I want to dig into this here. Okay. I want to dig into. I can't tell where they're going with this character. Okay. Because well, is that not good? Because there's like, I mean, there's two paths laid out in front of you. There's the path where she gives up, and there's the path where she wants to fight. Well, I, we, I, th- I think that's not quite it. Uh, sorry, that helped me explain it, actually. Like, the normal version of this kind, like, right now, kind of what I get from her is that, like, she she has kind of two personality traits. One is that she cares about 
people generally. She wants to save the world. She wants to, like, you know, she doesn't like seeing people be hurt. She doesn't like the pain that her presence causes Thancred. She wants to kind of, like, you know, be a force for good in the world. Mm -hmm. The other is that she feels like she is not taken seriously, that she wants to be more active, that she wants to fight, that she wants to not just be sort of, like, passive and stuff like that. Yeah. But... Those two things, as they are right now, are just kind of two character tropes stapled together. They don't feel like a person to me yet. She doesn't think about herself at all. Like, she she doesn't seem to have any feelings about being Minfilia. She has feelings about Thancred's feelings about her being Minfilia. I, I really want to know, like... What does this character think of her life? Hmm. What was it like being captured by the Yulmorians from childhood? What is her relationship to the world? Does she feel any kind of resentments? Why does she care about people? There's a whole lot of blank space in here that I'm not getting about like who this per- who she is as a person because right. she's just sort of fully motivated by this like almost impossible altruism right now. Yeah. And the game could go I think the really interesting version would be something that dug into that a bit and kind of took her on an arc of like figuring out that she should care about things because she cares about them, not that she should care about things because other people want her to care about them and she right. and she wants to please them. And I think they would be great if it does that. And I'm worried the slightly more bog standard version of this we're going to get is going to be just focused on her agency in which we're only kind of looking at like her being a more proactive part of the effort and like that'll be fine, but I really I really want to dig in because right now I feel almost like she's being a little bit underserved as a character in a way that makes her like that makes me feel like really bad for her yeah. like like because like the, the portrait of sketches otherwise is that this girl has no identity. no self-esteem she doesn't have her own name even exactly yeah and yeah. like it, it, i i hope that her figuring out what it means to have an, a self-identity that is not just tied to the cause of saving the world and being a hero and all this stuff yeah. is stuff that is stuff that the game is going to really give her the space to work through. Yeah, no. Um we'll see. This is just the first little little content we get with her. So, we'll see what her, how her heart ends up. Maybe she'll just end up sacrificing herself to summon Shiva to stop the Garlean. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I don't think I don't think we're going that way, but like the version of this where it's just like, and I'm satisfied now because now Thancred lets me fight alongside the other scions, oh, and it's like, yeah. if that's her goal is just to be an active part of because this Thancred stuff, likes that, her. If, she, exactly. if her goal is to get Thancred to like her, well, mm-hmm. we'll see about that. I, I, exactly. Um, yes. Yeah, so after like before, really, she gets into that thing that you want to know more. Uh, a big crazy sound emanates from the castle. It fades. The game fades to white, and a slow zoom in on the fairy king Titania. They use the word king. They don't say fairy monarch. They just yes. say king. Um, they're very upset. Um, they're bored in prison and tedious. I like the vocal performance a lot. It's really good. And then jump scare into the kind of, come play with us. Come play with me. And then a quick zoom in into their their creepily grinning face. And this is almost black and white, like a teal version of sepia. It's it's desaturated for very sure. Very desaturated. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, then Minfilia's yes. like, okay, uh, I'll go back to Thancred that and sucked. tell everyone what's happening. You go prepare, I guess. Here's the rest of the ink that I stole by myself because I'm helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah! Okay. We run the ink back to the village. This is the Elder's answer is this quest. And he, the Elder, in turn, won't give us the answer until we gather all our companions. So we so. do that. Yes. And then he's like, here's the, here's the scepter. But do you want to stay for a while longer? And then Feowul jumps in yet again to yell at them. No, stop it. They're my sapling. Stop. Fine. So we're given the name 
by by the elder of the eldest of Amaro Seto and sent on our way. Seto. I can't do a Mokuba. I can't. Do oh my god. <laughs> of course. Big brother. Big brother. I don't know either. Okay, finally oh my we god. got to the Amaro. No, um, they have the glass slippers. This. They he live wa- in the ruins he, of a place well, called. He wakes Mokuba. up. He wakes up with a Artbert. Yeah. And then looks at us, realizing Aww. we are in fact not Artbert, and then just thought that was a dream. He denies us the shoes and then doesn't say anything. So we're like, all right, well, let's have a quick conflab with Orange. And he tells us to go just get some insight on these folks, I guess. These little, these weirdly talking camp flying camels. The rest of them don't talk. These ones do. What's mm-hmm. up with that? Sometimes so, just magically they develop the ability to talk. <laughs> we learn a few things from them. Everyone. Well, we learned that everyone died fighting the Sin Eaters. Yeah, great. And the Amaro were bred depressed. to be, yeah, they were because they were bred to be fond of men. Um, that's a little creepy. The ma- a mage of Ronka gave them the gift of intelligence. We've not heard that word yet. And ones that live long enough amongst men who are also born with the seeds of their ancestors get to speak. Neat, I guess. I come here and live in Elmeg. Yeah. Forever. Oh, great. Well. Anyway, okay. po- point being that they're denying us the last object because um, they are there to protect us and they could not stand the thought of us going into danger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So our resounding roar is where we go to uh, confer with Seto one-on-one so that we might regale him with our, that him? I think him. I think that this Seto is male. I don't know. Um, join our Discord and correct me if I'm wrong. He, he makes a deeds. few points here. He's yeah. like, look, like this land is no longer man's. The, it's the Fey realm now. If you win here and defeat the Light Warden, it's not going to make the Fey change anything. Yeah, Why but would we you like, risk yeah, everything we, for this? We get a test of our might. We kill some stuff. Um, but he needs some time to consider. Um, still to consider. And he has a quest, a fetch quest for us. But this one is a little more important. We go find a medallion of an old friend that uh, he had dropped into the water a while ago. Friend. Yep. Is the quest? I, I don't remember if I said that. Uh, and we do that. It's very far away and annoying. But when we come back, we're treated to a nice voiced cut scene uh, wherein Seto reminisces about his travels with his old companion who is long dead. Uh, talks about how he was proud to be Ardbert's friend, but couldn't tell him. Um, and this whole time, the actual shade of Ardbert like, is yeah. uh, watching from the side. Yeah, a lot of dramatic irony. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like a little bit of emotional closure. Like he gets yeah, to Seto see... is really like upset. I guess on Ardbert's side, Seto gets no closure yeah, whatsoever. Seto is really distraught about the state of man at this point, like Yulmore and stuff. So he just left and imposed exile upon himself. And Ardbert looks on extremely sadly, and then walks away and disappears. He mentions South Seto, and this this is where the soul thing comes in. He, that we remind him of Ardbert, and that he can see. He used to be able to see souls, um, but. So, like, that ability, he used to be able to see it. That ability has faded over time, but he mentions that he can perceive ours, weirdly enough. And it is strikingly reminiscent of Ardbert's. So, that's that's very sweet of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and of, But, of course, he also says, in earshot of Minfilia, Of course, you are you and no one else. We are defined not by the soul we are born with, but the path we walk. Take notes, girl. <laughs> With us entrusted with the shoes and a distressing fey folk is running to us. Probably more about that Yulmoran army, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. Turns out one particular person who is old and wrinkly and uh, nasty is not susceptible to any of the tricks. Fuck, it's the deus ex machina man. It's Ranjit. It's Ranjit. Okay, we rest gotta go science, kill Satyana now. Yeah, rest of the science, go join the fey in the fray, and we head off to the Light Warden. So the final quest is, or the next quest is, Akla Ormin. 
Seto says, "Okay, open the door." We, yep, we, we the go door. to the castle. We T- prevent the relics. Vercelio is broken. Titania is free until we fight them. All right. Faye all manifests and warns us that if we take something away, we'll have to give something back, which is ominous and reminiscent. Of That's the, a, a minor spoiler. Like, like uh, I need to play that game still. Fuck. Don't Fa- pretend I didn't say that. It's okay, but Fae like, <laughs> kind of outlines the whole like fairy thing here a little bit, which is like, look, the Fae do everything in balance, right? What um, If they take something, they must give something. If they, um, all things must balance out. Um, but they'll be on our side, so we run in, we end the trial, and we fight Titiana. It's Titania. Titania. It's not a new name. It's, it's in not Shakespeare. A new name. It's very old. It's very- <laughs> I don't know why I'm having trouble with this one. It's because you're trying to read it. You're not trusting your heart. Titania. It's Titania. Okay, first note this music rules. This kicks ass. So good. This is my favorite fight in a while. This fight is great. It's like it's complex, but it's not too difficult. Yes. Like a lot of things are happening, but also I was able to track things and I never felt like I suddenly was like, wait a second, why did everyone die? Right. So there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of brambles being spouted about. There's some elemental puddles we stand in and block a fire fist. We have to, there's a, there's an ad phase where Titania summons like Puck and other, the other fairy names I can't remember right now. And they're, they're too just long. like giant tree They're like, they're smaller monsters. and then they're giants in the second part. Um, and then there's, the, yeah, the arena turns into the entire midsummer forest or whatever i i thought that all of the lightworms were going to be like lovecraft monsters like the first one mm. but this nope. one well this one had absorbed right this is the I guess twist the right so the one of them probably was a lightcraft more and then like this one just sucked it all up yep okay yeah um so we thank uh, we we kill we kill titania um if you were in our group thank you it was a fun group it was very it was. It wasn't like a perfect run. It was just enough. Just enough chaos to be fun, though. <laughs> so I really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, we uh, then the relics start to sort of grow. Feoul manifests and says, "Well, you killed the king, so you get to be king now. Aren't you excited?" Like Feoul makes it sound like a pretty sick deal. Feoul like outlines all of the like the power that comes with being the king of the Fey, mm-hmm. and then is like, "But you wouldn't want to do any of that because I can see in your heart that you belong here in the mortal realm." And I was like. I- I would have liked to have been asked. I could have turned it down, but it may- did you want to confirm it? I, I feel like you can't yes. leave. There is the problem. I mean, <laughs> that's the game's problem. That's not my problem. I don't problem. know. You could only, I guess you would have to, then like who would be your, your sapling would just be like Ishtola or something. King of the Fae sounds, I'm just saying it would have been nice to say no. Yeah. Okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. But okay. So not practical. So they take the role instead for in our place. Mm-hmm. Um, then we cut to the, the Feol becomes huge. Is, is now new, um, new king of, of new, new king Titania. Of the king of rainbows, new Titania. Mm-hmm. Time to take care of this pesty intruder. It's time for some real horror movie shit. Yeah, cut to <laughs> Ranjit coming, cut, coming into Ilmeg. He grabs a pixie by the all of it. Squeezing, all of them yeah, squeezing squeezes like, the entire body until they fess like, out like but a they ripe don't peach do. it's ready to just pop the little man Ugh. the scions uh lift the hiding spell that they were under before and confront ranjit there's a bit of a back and forth about who is to say what about minfilia's life who's in control etc etc minfilia says i won't go back to yulmore and i won't let you hurt my friends and i'm like are we her friends <laughs> eh, we're better than yulmore i guess she okay barely knows what a friend is but yeah 
we were, we were nice. We let her, we talked to her. Okay, her talk yeah. about feelings and let her do things. We and Orianje was nice and let her pick a book out. He did. She prepares to fight, and then Ranjit starts berating her, and is like, "Look, know your shame. You are powerless. You are nothing in this world." And I was like, "Okay, this is a bit where I'm like, I hope her arc. I hope her arc is more than just proving this asshole wrong." Like, I, I, I hope that she gets more to do than just be like, see, Ranjit, you were wrong all along. I can be a powerful person. It's like, I, I'm just, hmm. I'm, I want there to be more than that. But yeah. anyway. We'll see. We'll see. Um, before long, the light vanishes and the night sky returns. Mm-hmm. We get to see Ilmeg in glorious nighttime splendor now, which is uh, a nice change of face. Ranjit Ranji Ranji f- just kind of like, fuck it. I don't care. Find him anyway. Yeah. The Fae thus however feel empowered by the the return of the fairy, fairy king well a nicer fairy king i guess uh to strike back and they begin to uh drown the soldiers the water spirits drown them the numo hoist them into the air and the fae of Lidar loran permanently turns some of them into horrible uh looking little bushmen with plants fishes. that explains all that male tree pollen from before the fa- wow <laughs> wow <laughs> it's just everywhere yeah it's it's horrible though it's very but it's i mean it's 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 a good little 30 second horror flick anyway in comes happy midsummer tomorrow and we drink the general's piss (laughs) finally (laughs) like sacred finds a pube in his soup (laughs) titania and the amaro show up and Ranjit's lieutenant is finally like, uh, I think we should retreat. Is and that... Ranjit is like, nonsense, but also yes. <laughs> and, just, and they just immediately leave. Yeah, all right, fine. <laughs> and Titania's like, oh, we're enjoying the first night in ages. Because like, it, although the Fae live forever, they also live in the moment. They can't fight for causes because the, like... The, 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 the way we the can't Im- really organize that well if we're not... <laughs> The, the way the the way the immortality works on like a metaf- on like a philosophical level, right? Is like if you live forever, you also can only live for today. Yeah, and they won't aid us against sin eaters except as repayment of a debt. Um, so they will lend us our strength in their time of need in exchange for this dark sky that we have given them, which yeah. I assume means at some point we're going to do the whole thing we did in Stormbloods, where it's like yeah, call getting, all the factions, yeah, yeah. everyone. We'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah. Uh, the following, the last quest is the wheel turns. We're back at the Crystarium, and before we meet up with the Crystal Exarch, we're all in kind of the the little the, the the plaza out in front of the tower. We're met up with the Man of the Hour. You have a finger in the air, which means you're about to interrupt me. Clarify something. Yeah, was it meant to be raining in this cutscene, or was that just the? No, local I think that was condition? just us. I think that was just us. <laughs> because the effect that it has is extremely funny. Yeah, we we um it was it was raining for us at this point, so. Um, but yeah, like everyone's just wet <laughs> when this is happening. Well, but there's a bit here because then Solus shows up. Solus shows up yes. and introduces himself both as Solus says, and Emmett Self. He says like, oh God, uh, like you took forever killing that light war and I was about to do it himself. Like, really? Why? But, but he gestures at the sky and it's like, behold, restored to its former glory, except it's overcast it's and rainy. <laughs> and so it sounds like he's being really dark. sarcastic. It's, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he's... <laughs> Sounds Look like at, he's like, isn't this great? Look what you did. Cool. It rains now. <laughs> I guess it probably rained before, but like I don't know if it did. We never saw rain. I don't think anyway. it does. It's just because rain is water, and that's not light, right? 
<sighs> I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm pretty sure it doesn't rain. Emmett Selk is going to give us a lot of it stuff here. He's going to like you know like look he he's so annoyed at us. We are dragging this world back from the brink just when it was almost ready to finally go through rejoining. Yes. So yeah, Emmett Selk. Yeah, you mentioned he he's Emmett Selk Asian. Pretty unpleased. We're delaying the rejoining. He kind of has the tone. Is like fucking. Like when you're in O'Hare and you find out that your airport, your plane has been delayed by three hours, you're just like, God damn it! Uh, <laughs> I guess I got to deal with this now. Ugh. Fine, but he—it's funny how mad he is. He's, but he also admit—he admits here. He's—I mean, he's very smart. He's very smart. He admits—he's noticing patterns, trying to kill us. He wanted to try to kill us, but. Turns out that didn't really work for La Habrea. Yeah. Because <laughs> like that would be stupid to try it again. Which like so I appreciate this here. I'm sure that when we eventually fight this guy, he's gonna be some like level eighty-eight, like, you know, mm. like if, if uh trial or whatever. But like in like the in the game narrative itself, yes. I like that like he's not absurdly powerful. He is aware of the fact that if he went toe to toe with us, we probably could like kick his ass in the same way that we kick, we have like, we white or Yeah, so we like like it's not like he's like ungodly powerful. He's just another rather powerful Asian trying to make his plan come together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so instead, he wants to try and cooperate with us. Cooperation. He'll even give us lots of knowledge and about strength. their motive. Aren't you excited? And Alpha was like, um, but we know your ultimate objective, which is to crash this world into ours, destroying everyone still here and 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 causing catastrophe in our world. So why would we listen to anything that you say? Yeah. Um, and you know, Emma Suck's answer is, you know what we do, but not why we do. Shouldn't you know the motivation of your enemy? Just once, can't we find common ground? And Look, you, and I'm you've immortal. Been saying, and you've been saying this the whole time. I have. <laughs> I, I also, if he wants us to, like, he could try not being a prick about it. Why? My What's God. What's the fun in that? What is the fun in that? He even he's like, his point here is he even is like, look, I'm immortal. I have all the time in the world to start over and just keep trying this over and over again. So, um, I don't need to do this, but it just would be easier for all of us. He's smart. He's he is smart. He's smug, but he's smart about it. It's like, and we're just like, well, what are we gonna do? We can't. We're not gonna have a huge battle right here in front of all these people. So it's like, so come on, see beyond your preconceptions when all of a sudden we find ourselves pleasantly surprised. This is the thing he says here. Well, in light of all, I mean, yeah. Well, okay. So speculation here, real uh, quick. Here we go. I mean, because again, like the dumb version of this is just that, like, the Asians are from some other world and it got wiped out, and so they want to bring Zodiac back because that will then restore their world and bring people that they love back to life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But like. That would be this game could not convince me that all of the many millions of people who have died in the pursuit of the Asians plan would ever 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 be worth doing all of that. And so what under the assumption that the game is not going to ask me to do that. Under the assumption mm. that the game is not going to ask me to like, "Oh, but feel bad for them. They lost people they loved too." Uh, like mm-hmm. I don't there has to be something more complicated going on there, and I am so curious what it is. I am so curious, mm. uh, like, what is, 
what could possibly justify all of this? What could what could the game possibly put in front of me that would make me want to do anything other than just punch these guys in the face repeatedly and then suck them into white orosite and then nuke it? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if, if the game does anything that convinces us to keep the Asians alive. Or even just feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Um, Orianja throws a card at him. He vanishes in smoke. Uh, Orianja says, uh, okay, great job establishing trust. You showed up as an illusion. So real on above board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. I mean. Point taken. Uh, it was point smugly taken. Like, yeah, I get. Thanks for the feedback. And then he <laughs> departs. Um. Uh, in light of all that nonsense, we're going to we we've awarded we're awarded a nap that's definitely not totally undisturbed. It's totally undisturbed by ghosts, right? No ghosts. No. Nope. Ghosts. Fuck you, Ardbert time. <laughs> also, they've laid out a bunch of food for us, including this enormous basket of sandwiches. Yes, yes, like twenty well, sandwiches. He points out a few things about Ardbert. Shows up, points out a few things about the Crystal Arts art. He seems decent. There was, you know, nice enough. Gave you food, but where was he a hundred years ago? <laughs> Maybe we should be concerned about uh-huh. th- that, but I mean, obviously, this guy? we should be concerned about Emmett Selk, right? Cooperating with an Asian didn't work for him, so probably not a good idea for you guys to do it. But like, also, is he the only person that can't be trusted? We don't know. Mm-hmm. That's true. We don't know. Got it, bud. <laughs> can we can we eat all of these sandwiches and go to bed? <laughs> You've burned a lot of calories today. So uh, we talk a little bit. With, we talk a little bit about Saito as well. Ah, um, uh, yes. The Amaro. And um, and Ardbert re- reflects on the fact that he's grown a lot since then. He couldn't speak back when he and Ardbert were companions. Um, Ardbert asks us about our friends. We spend time talking. And then I, I think, is this where Ardbert's kind of like, hey, like, you know, be prepared. You never know what the cost of the right thing is going to be. And then we go to bed and it cans across the room and those sandwiches are gone. And I thought we ate them all, but then I actually have a basket of sandwiches in my inventory. So I guess we just took them. Oh really? Yes. That's so funny. I forgot about that because I don't get items in New Game Plus. Yeah, no, I just have a basket of sandwiches. In my oh, that's control. fun. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, that is uh, gonna do it for this episode. Not the episode, but the um, the the recap segment of this episode. Um, we have I have here fun planned a, a fun new segment um, in lieu of uh, any uh, given that. Our 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 Patreon site, our 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 Patreon site, wherein we Pod-tron. eat ice Podtron. Sorry, our Podtron site, where we um, eat ice cream, sent me to the hospital. <laughs> we, we also got that cease and desist. We also got that cease and desist. So uh, we're looking for monetary, you know, sources here for us. But we got um, a fun new segment called the Horn of Reisfelger. <laughs> we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> We're what? pulling we're pulling out the horn and we're going to work cooperatively. I haven't practiced this horn in over a week. <laughs> so this is going to be rough for everyone, but we're going to try and work together to see if you can identify which Final Fantasy 14 song I'm playing on saxophone. I'm going to be so bad at this. <laughs> it's name that tune, baby. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be so bad at the first one of these. I will try and study up we're for the gonna next do- one. We're going to do no. <laughs> I'm going to give you a category, right? You know, uh-huh. It's actually random one because there's hundreds. This is trials, okay? okay so All trials. of these are trials, okay? There's going to be an easy one, a medium one, and then a hard one. You put so much thought into this. And then we're going to do so you're going to get we're going to see if you can get the get it on the first riff and the second riff. There's going to be two riffs. I'm going to try. I've practiced them a while ago, 
um, I'm going to have to cut out a lot of fake, <laughs> a lot of bad attempts until I get a, a clean one. So that might help. All right. Okay, are you ready for the easy trial theme? I'm ready. Okay. This is the first riff. I can hear I can hear your brain working. Trials. Yes. That's not Titan. No, not Titan. Okay. Let's do the second part. Oh, this one I don't. This is much harder to play. I was hoping you'd get it on the because it's like it's not it's a, that's not very many notes, right? It's but not it's very like many. that's how that song goes for that long. Damn it. Oh, your heads are your head is no, in the air. I can hear it. I can hear it in my head, but I can't. Damn it. I'm not playing it right, which doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't help. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. It's a collaborative effort. I'm really trying. You're, I need you're to practice so this hard. Nidhogg? No. No. It's Shiva. Oh, it's Shiva. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's the one that I've... Uh, yeah. I sh- yeah, it's the one that I have my, playing in my Close, all the time. though. Mm-hmm. Like, you had the I right... I had right expansion. Kind of. Not really. Rum were born. Oh, Shiva was... Was the fight, but... But Azel, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I'm... So- <laughs> I don't... Listen, I, I don't play the saxophone professionally. I play it for a quick boost in serotonin, and I'm getting it right now. <laughs> I will say this also. The fact that that, that that is a song that is played on guitar has made it a bit hard to hear it oh, in the yeah, saxophone. Oh, yeah. This is the hardest. There's, how many, there's not that many saxophone. <laughs> That's also the sung part. Okay. No, okay. I, I, I'm <laughs> not going to like... These are all going to be the sung parts. Okay. Here's the medium one. You might get this still. Okay. Maybe I was wrong about the the, the, diffi- the difficulty, but I was like, this is the one you have the mount for, so maybe you've heard it the most. Try it again. I can hear it in my head. Mm-hmm. I know the song you're playing. I can't figure out what fight it plays in. What fight would it have played? What song is it? If you know what song it is. No. Uh, what song is it? It's not the one that plays during the big climax of Aroma Born against like the the um Ultima weapon? Ultima weapon. No. No, no. no it's not. It's not. Okay. No. 
That, I couldn't fucking do that. <laughs> That's fucking fast, man. <laughs> I could try I, playing that. I, I thought you were playing. <laughs> I thought you were playing a slow down version of it. I'm kind of. That's that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Second riff. I mean, it's just. I'm just going to continue it. Damn it. Try that one again. <laughs> it's really that first part, right? That that's different. Can you give me an expansion? Heaven's word. Heaven's word. Is this the Nidhogg? It's Nidhogg! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, you might get this. It's like fresh on your mind. I'll count it. You got it on the, you got it on the second one. Okay. You got the use medium the, one. Use nice. the hint. The hint. Yeah, that's, I, that's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, whatever. All right. This is the hard one. Okay. God, this is the hardest one to play. Too. Why did I do this? This is so embarrassing for myself, but also really fun. No, this is great. I love this. <laughs> help i know i'm interrupting with the whole thing i'll start over it doesn't help that i'm playing it at a terrible tempo <laughs> but that's why i thought this would be funny no it, it makes it interesting let's try i'll start from the beginning A Shinryu? Not Shinryu. Sh- Shinryu, But I'll sorry, count yeah. it. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I'll count that. No, it's not Shinryu. Okay, this is the second riff. Mm-hmm. Your second play will be better. Redo. Okay. Redo. would be floored if you got this but i want to give you the chance um, what, um what, what, what are you thinking what are you thinking Sound, the, give fi- me your- final fight in heaven's word not the not the patch content not the nidhogg fight the um against the um pope oh 
No. no. Good guess. It was Sophia. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would, I would no, not you have never gotten, gotten that it. one. But nope. I was like I was like there no, that's just the 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 just the normal heavy yeah, thing. Yeah. That, that's the thing. I, I if only go, I were better at saxophone. <laughs> I know. I need to go back. Well, that's the thing. I need to go back now and like remind myself and listen to me like, which ones just have the standard music and which ones actually have like... They're mostly tracks. on Spotify. I mean, some mm-hmm. spoilery stuff, but you can listen to the ones that are Stormblood and Pryor. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll do that. I'll be careful. Like, I, I'm good at playing... It's whatever. Not Most of the ones don't really have that many spoilery titles, I don't mm-hmm. think, but... I mean, God, you're doing a podcast. I'm bound to let a couple. Oh, th- th- there are spoilers that, like, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty good about encountering spoilers and then just, like, eh, letting them out of my brain. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure I saw a post from years ago that tells me who the Exarch is, but I'm oh. just, like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I'll find I mean, out when the plot tells me. The game also says, like, you, your character also says who it is. They <laughs> <laughs> have so far? I guess you didn't notice. Nope. <laughs> It's also not it's it's not that subtle. Uh-huh. Well, that was the Horn of Racefelger. <laughs> okay. Uh. And that's going to listen. We're at time. I'm sorry if you prepped a market board bit. Did you prep a really good one? I mean, just, just like, okay, so um, as I mentioned, uh, cease and desist on the whole Ben and Jerry's thing. Um, we did record an episode with, who did we decide who liked Cherry Garcia? We landed on... Oh, that definitely was um, Gratia. Yeah, Gratia. That's <laughs> when his name like, rhymes. <laughs> like, was very red Jerry hair. Garcia. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, that was our first episode, but unfortunately, will never be heard. So new pivot uh, over on Podtron. Five dollar tiers get access to the feed, where every single two weeks, you and I are going to record a brand new commentary track for Final Fantasy: it. The Spirits Within. So if you're looking forward to that, if you want to hear us um, watch that movie over and over for the next year, <laughs> go subscribe to that and look forward to seeing how much we can bring so out of that movie. Please don't so we can see, so we can stop. But what you can do is you can subscribe to this podcast on your RSS feed, right? Right? And you can share it on your social media of choice. And speaking of social media, links to all our social media are in the description of the episode in the link pop link aggregator, including which is our Discord. We've had a couple of new faces joining and we'd like a couple of more. Come on, hang out. Uh, we're posting all sorts of memes about Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> Not yep. spoilers, though. I have a spoiler chat for that kind of thing um, as well. So if you're worried about that, um, but come and hang out. Um, thank you all so much for listening to this wild episode of Storm Buds. It went a lot of places. <laughs> it went a lot of places. Um, you heard a lot of things. Heard a lot of toots. <laughs> um, but until the next episode, Born from Buds, Storm of Buds, we've been the Storm Buds, baby. Good night. And sweet dreams. Damn it. <laughs>